So, this is my brilliant theory. It's my brilliant theory. Whether you have a major mistrust for the media or you look to conventional media, I'm talking about like CBC, CNN, these sorts of stations for your information. I think no matter which way you look at it, there seems to be a, uh, once they present information and allow the public to run wild with whatever theories they run wild with, it always results in the pitting of one group of people against another. And I'm sure I've already talked about this, but not in this way. It started with COVID. You know what's interesting is that for all of the anti-Asian American or anti-Asian Canadian hate crimes going on that started last year, but now seem to be back in, in full effect. These are the very same people who've, who also were the target of SARS, like 2003 SARS attacks and comments and hate crimes and so on. And here we are, 18 years later with the same bullshit. Boogeyman syndrome, 18 years, sin 18 years later, targeting a community to, to find blame somewhere. Meanwhile, and I had to check this so many times because I'm like, I can't believe this. World Health Organization is saying that they're like, eh? just so you know, COVID-19 might not have been, or might not have originated in Wuhan. Just so you know, Mike, you sound like NASA right now <laughs> with all your announcements. No, but seriously, like, how are you going to now say this after all of, after this full year of not so much the restrictions, not so much the upheaval, not so much the, the expose of the various gaps in our society and inequalities and so on, or the, the hate crimes. But after all this, and I understand you have to investigate these things, research these things, and so on. But it's like... So much damage done, then make that announcement after you convinced everybody of a story. Well, okay, let's not say everybody. Let's not say everybody. People believe a bunch of theories about it, but you convinced the large majority of people 
especially like the regular citizen who's like, you know, I get my information from CNN, so on and so forth, that this is a story. They're talking about, you know, class action lawsuits against this company, that company, so on and so forth. There should be one against them. <laughs> Just for that. Like, fuck off, man. Come and try and say, it may not have, it may not have. Not even, we did a thorough investigation and comes to the conclusion that it was not at all Wuhan. You come and say it may not have. What, you guys say in the news cycle? <laughs> come on, man. This is the first time I've been outside going on a walk past 8 p.m. in I don't even know how long. In any case, People need to be very mindful of who says what when and when things seem to take an uptick, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, I'm assuming Facebook too, and the regular, sort of regular news. And to be honest, it's all one and the same now. YouTube, it's all one and the same. Oh, is this store open? I'm trying to go to shoppers. Okay, it's open. Nice. So, people need to be mindful of all this information that suddenly gets thrown at you. I was talking to somebody who I don't haven't talked to much. Or, I should say, our communication is very on and off. Years go by, we don't talk. And then sometimes we talk for a while. Anyway. And we're going back and forth about information. And now I'm going to forget my point because I'm concerned about Shopper's Drug Mind. Also, hold on, mass time. And we got into it all. We got into like, you know, the continent of Africa and some of the countries and the guinea pig-ism of the vaccine research. We got into it all. We got into some of the, uh, some of the misconceptions Some of the bullshit hand sanitizer. On. We got into how suddenly there's been a sudden lack of, uh, how do you say, basic dietary information and supplement and nutritional information that has always been there. But now, it's not relevant. And there was, to be honest, I was going on this rant and there was this one particular thing that I was more interested in saying, but 
I forgot. Let's see if I remember. I'm getting some eggs and some smoothies so I can deal with my oil of oregano and black cereal mix. Straight up. And my Irish sea moss and my sour soft leaf and my zinc and elderberry. Shout outs. I'm in line now, so. Let's see if I can go back to the hate crimes. See this? Okay, so the media coverage. The media coverage has sparked up this debate, which has been a long-standing one about the historical relations between the quote-unquote, even the way they say it, the quote-unquote Asian community and the quote-unquote black community and the historical tensions and the historical beefs and so on, ignoring the historical alliances. And you know, I just look at timing. Are the hate crimes up? Yes. But notice how as soon as you mention this now, suddenly the black community and the Asian community are at odds. Or they'll be like, Oh, it's primarily black people attacking them. Is it really? It's easy to throw together an uh, infographic. But in many of the videos I've seen, a lot of them weren't black. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not to absolve anybody of any responsibility, but, you know, we have to look at these things critically. We have to look at these things critically. I feel like I should stop recording and pick up recording again. Hold on a second. So one second. All right, we're back. So, a lot of the videos I've seen was straight up black people robbing or slicing up people. You also got to wonder, and I may have talked about, like, it, has the society become so individualistic that someone can get sliced up on a train and nobody do anything, or someone gets shoved and nobody do anything, or someone get jumped, or whatever the crime was, and nobody do anything? Is that, like, what we've become? personally think that uh well I don't sound even just me it's just the reality COVID has hyper accelerated I know they were saying all this we're all in this together and that's the messaging and blah 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 but as time has gone on all it's done is once again expose the hyper individualistic type of mentality that a lot of people had we've seen the rise in mutual aid but we've also seen the rise in like yo don't come near me yo stay away from me yo back up yo don't come to my house yes there's bylaws six or whatever ten people nine people eight people in the house 
only allowed. But we've also seen like, yo, do not fucking come near me if you, you even have sinus issues. Like I have, I've, I've had sinus issues. I got whooping cough in 2012 and my sinus has been fucked since. I am dying to sniff in public, but I'm like, yo, if I sniff in front of these people, COVID alert. Also, the person I was talking to, who I said that uh, we don't talk much, years and like decade plus went by, we didn't talk, but it's actually my dad. So he was telling me about how, like, yo, it's so he he has some medical issues that are fairly serious and he can't really travel to get the treatment he needs because if you go and travel somewhere they're going to put your ass in a hotel for 21 days or 14 days or whatever and that kind of defeats the purpose of why you're going somewhere right you want to go get the treatment and go you want to go die in 21 days and then that you miss you miss your shot so He's kind of staying put. Then we got talking about like. Because I was talking about how like, yo. Um, whenever I had to go to travel to Ghana. I ain't leaving without the, va- the vaccine, right? Like I have to get the, va- the yellow fever vaccine. And I have to have the card. And back when this all started in March, I remember, lo- I remember go- I'm going to look for my card because I remember thinking, are we moving to this? Is this what's going to happen? Or is it going to be likely a digital thing on your phone? Scan your phone. Is this person... But at the same time, think about it. If they can hack anything, they can hack an app that tells you if someone has COVID and make that look like you don't have COVID. So I wouldn't even trust that, to be honest. And you know it's true. <laughs> you know I'm right. You know that there's people out there that are, are waiting for the day that, that that app comes out, if it ever does. They'd have to move to paper. Now I want to give them ideas and shit, but I don't know how big this audience is, this listenership is, but I want to give them ideas. But they'd have to move to paper. Thing is, our society is too dependent on non-paper, so I don't see them going back to paper. Anyway, the point is, they come out with an app. Do you have COVID, yes or no? Have you been tested, yes or no? That shit can be hacked. To show the opposite, to show yes, this person's been tested. Yes, this person, they could be coughing and shit and sneezing and and breathing and short of breath and so on. And in the end, if the app says that this person doesn't have COVID, that's the end. So we're talking about that. So also talking about like zones, right? And this is a bit more confusing to me. I have to read more about this. The The zones. So what zone do you come from? 
Canada wouldn't be a necessarily high-risk zone on the surface, but our, vac our vaccination um, strategy is, for lack of a better term, 0 out of 10. So we would be probably in a high-risk zone. U.S. is high-risk zone. I don't give a fuck if Biden is going to vaccinate 350 million people tomorrow. They all have it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm I mean, I'm exaggerating, but they're the primary <laughs> suspects for this shit right now. UK too. So they're in another zone. So if you're coming from any zone, hot zone, you're looked at it in a different way. Right? Now New Zealand wouldn't be. New Zealand, your passport is now suddenly the most valid passport of all. Everybody should go <laughs> Go get New Zealand citizenship. Someone actually actually was telling me about this. This is a side note. How like how dope New Zealand is. And one thing that stood out of in the entire conversation was actually the first thing was this. <laughs> so the way they got to New Zealand was they they were somewhere and they had there was like a draw. Like when a trip to New Zealand. And so they filled out one, gave it to the person, like, wait a minute, is there a limit? They're like, no. So they sat there for like half an hour and just filled out, kept filling it out, and they won. So they go to New Zealand. And one thing that stood out when they told me the story was like, there's this sense in New Zealand of like, you're at the end of the world. Because if you look at a map, what's the last thing you see on... on the east is New Zealand, right? So there's a sense of like you're at the end. Never mind that we're in the globe. Like there's a sense of this is the end of the road. So there's a camaraderie and shit that you know you wouldn't find in say I don't know. Pick anywhere else in the world. So. New Zealand passport is going to be highly valuable. <laughs> Shit, they might start coming up with counterfeit. I don't even know ideas. I'm just saying. They might come out with counterfeit New Zealand passports. If any of this shit plays out the way that I'm, that I'm saying. Because you never know. Who would have thought that, that, you know, well, the original story, which is... And I'll be honest, man, like, I never really, when that story of, I should go inside my apartment and say this shit, I don't want people, <laughs> I should go inside my apartment and say this, say this to the cats, the cats don't care, cats don't look at me funny. So, when this all started and the story was, and I'm saying this because I'm trying to get the point across of how quickly people believe stories. Doesn't matter where the story comes from. I'm guilty of it too. So, when the story came out, yes, one woman eats a bat and the whole world gets COVID. I was like, okay, come on. Is this a script for a movie, which I guess 20 and 2021 has become a movie? Maybe it is, <laughs> but we got to start like 
being hyper vigilant about like where information comes from not just the news i'm talking all of it youtube politicians i just saw andrew yang talking andrew yang i'm <laughs> specifying targeting andrew yang for something that was my man too man no yo, yo i was i was hoping andrew yang would go far but i knew he wouldn't but i was hoping he would i'm like let's go yang yang gang this is the other thing because ah this is gonna get deep but whatever so now that he's speaking out about uh anti-asian american hate crimes the black american community is like yo where were you when we were getting targeted you know and my thing is is this Everybody, hold on, let me get this mic adjusted. Everybody wants to move towards a world of equality and everybody being the same. And I agree on the surface that sounds great. But the fact is, erasure is the thing, right? So, you're going to erase the histories of billions of people in the name of... I don't care if they say in how... By, let's say the year 3000... Everybody will be brown because of interracial relations. I don't care about that. I mean, just practically. You cannot erase people, <laughs> to put it you know, in a simple way. You can't erase... What was I even talking about? You can't erase... It's erasure. You can't just be like, you know, we're all going to be one and... We should all get along. That's not how the world has worked. <laughs> Ever. So, for it to happen, like, maybe, and I've said this before to, to people in real life and maybe even in these journal entries, um, you know, maybe Generation C <laughs> or D, if they start with Generation A after Generation Z, Generation D and E and F and G all the way through Z, yes. Not now. Now is not even the time for it. Now we got to deal with all of the... What do you want to call it? Trauma, PTSD. Beef. Ongoing beef. Drama. All of these things. Got to get addressed first. Before you can be like, okay, we can all become one. I haven't put this out because, and I'm somewhat confused because the person made it and made it public, but they're also confused. Well, I think they put it, they, they put it together and then their safety was in question after they put it out. So I don't want to put it out exactly. But I got this video and I'm sitting on it and I've watched it a few times and you know, long story short, it's just a bunch of fucking right-wing goofs who shouldn't be underestimated. Because <laughs> I've, I've clashed with them, too. Not in this province, but... Well, yes, in this province, too. But when I was living in New Brunswick, clashed with them, too, there. Anyway. And he's going on, you know, and I'm like, this is... 
when they say oppression Olympics, they often use it in the context. I'm going on total total tangents here, but when they talk about oppression Olympics, they use it in the context of like, yo, which race feels that they were oppressed the worst. But it also is now in the current context of yo, mass are oppressing us. Like, are they really? Like, there's some people whose businesses are masks. Like, I want to, I'll support the black businesses' masks. <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> you know how many masks I have? I've said this before. I have, like... Okay, so... Let me see. I have at least 15 masks. BLM. Some, some, some green, yellow, and red. It's not even a Ghana mask. It's just, like, you know... A general kind of like pan-Africanist kind of mask. I have Freddie Gids and Alchemist Alfredo mask. I got some BLM masks. I, I got some got a Freedom Justice from BLM. Got a couple CHUO masks. Dynamic local MC mask. Some African print mask. I mean, shit. I might start making masks. Like, <laughs> I got a lot of masks, man. I'll support anybody who's trying to make a dollar, but. You know, it's not oppression. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not oppression. And I've sat there and I've watched a lot of these right-wing people. They've become deplatformed, but I'm not going on... What's that? What's that app? I'm not going on DLive to track them down. They were on YouTube, great. They're not on YouTube anymore. Fuck them. But, you know... I would sit there and listen to these people and I'm like, even if they're crazy, like this is some interesting perspective to have. Me personally, I just don't want to watch CBC all day. Like, you know what I mean? Like what? The, 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 someone did a, the math on it of like how controlled our media is. And I'm like, yeah, that's why <laughs> you have to have diverse, the same YouTube channels you guys want to laugh at are the same people that are producing the alternative content that will either challenge or confirm whatever the fuck CBC is talking about. So, anyway, the point is, I'm listening to this, to these, like, rebel media type channels, and I'm like, these people are, are nuts. The thing isn't so much even that they're, they're nuts or not nuts. Is that we now have officially entered the stage of multiple realities coinciding and coexisting at once. Right? I'll say that again. We've now entered the stage of multiple realities coexisting, coinciding, overlapping at once. You exist. Forget the racists, that's whatever. You exist with anti-maskers and, and, and anti-vaxxers and compete and people within the, and then competing um, public health officials, competing, all these people are competing with reality now. What's the reality? We don't know anymore. You think you know because the news tells you. But the more you walk around in public and shit and deal with people, you realize that, yo, <laughs> like this is this is the twilight this was twilight zone last year 
it's in twilight zone for 10 years this is we're in the apex well who knows how much crazy it'll get i don't know anyway i don't want to record anymore in this clip on mic i want to use the real mic well the official mic anyway peace out <laughs>